Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go Inside the Coach's Headset. All right, we'd like to welcome Kadra Cash, who is the assistant coach at White County High School for the Upper Cumberland Special Olympics and Special Olympics there at White County High School. Welcome, Kadra. Thank you. I know that uh, you've had a lot of interaction with Special Olympics, but tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got yourself involved into Special Olympics here in the Upper Cumberland. Okay. Um, I started substituting at White County last year, um, but this last past school year, and I was in Nancy Benningfield's room a lot, who's the a special Olympics special education teacher in White County and hanging out with her and her staff and her kids. I just really got involved with their activities and loved being in their room. And so Nancy sent me to um, Nashville to special Olympics, Tennessee in January to work with their staff. And right off the bat, I just fell in love with the staff there and I got to be involved in winter games. Like my first weekend at Special Olympics Tennessee. So I got to meet a lot of really cool people all over the state, all the coaches, the athletes, and just continuing to do that internship for about five months. I just, like I said, I got to meet a lot of really cool people. I got to meet some of the people associated with the Titans and stuff like that. So it was just all the different connections and meeting all these people just made it so much cooler than I ever really thought it could be. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the structure of how Special Olympics works. Um, you know, who can be involved, how long they can be involved, those types of things from the athlete standpoint. Um, the athletes start, well, they kind of have um, middle school aged uh, events that some counties participate in, but it's mostly starting in high schools when they get to get out and be involved in state events and stuff like that. Um, but they can go all the way up until I've met athletes up into their 50s and 60s who played in the state basketball tournament, and they've participated every single year in as many events as they can, just depending on how much uh, funding they have in their area and stuff like that. It depends mm-hmm. how many athletes can participate, but it ranges like a very it's a very wide range of athletes and people. And as far as the organization goes within the state of Tennessee, I know that there's different areas and the upper Cumberland primarily is considered an area nine. Mm-hmm. Um, how many areas across the state are there? I'm pretty sure there's 32. Okay. Wow. That's a lot. Um, and, and you mentioned a little bit about funding and how that goes. Is that more related to how Special Olympics allocates funds, or how do do you have any idea about how that kind of goes? They do fundraisers every year. Every area is in charge of um, raising their own money um, with different just fundraisers, like I said. So, like, you know, Nashville is a huge area, and they have multiple different events to where they can raise more money because they have more resources. But Area 9 does very well with – you know, selling T-shirts and selling bracelets. And the community around the Upper Cumberland is very, very involved in trying to support their area as well as their county's Special Olympics. So they do very well for raising money to send kids from Cookville, White County, Warren County, all over the Upper Cumberland Mm -hmm. to different um, state events. And I know that uh, uh, one fundraiser in particular that that goes on around here is uh, the golf tournament. 
that mm-hmm. they have down at the Sparta Country Club. Mm-hmm. That I think this year was the second year that they had it, and it, it was very successful from the way it looked. I, I was there for a little bit. I'm not going to say that I play golf or I, I, I like to play golf, but my score does not. I don't need to be in the tournament. You know, my score is more. Do I end up keeping the same ball that I started with when I started the round? Not how many strokes did I did I have? So anyway, yeah, it, it's one of those type of things. But it's very cool that how many people come out to do that. Um, talk a little bit about the games. Uh, the, the I know that we have winter games and we have summer games. Tell us a little bit about the type of games in each one of those. Um, Winter Games, like I said, was my first event that I got to actually be a part of with the Special Olympics Tennessee staff. And that consists of um, four different levels. There's um, skiing, snowboarding, and ice skating. And so they kind of get there on day one and do their practice runs. And then that kind of helps us determine, okay, they're in brown group or they're in yellow group which, um, like I said, different colors mean different levels. So if we have a group of purple who's kind of like a little bit better than beginner but still needs a little bit of assistance, which is the group that I got to assist with with skiing and snowboarding, then we do uh, trial runs for another day. And then that final day is like it's go time. This is the chance they can move up another level possibly before they actually compete. Um, I didn't get to see any of the – ice skating this year because like I said I was helping with skiing so those are the three events in winter games and then at summer games it's all over Lipscomb campus we take over the entire campus everybody stays in dorms and gets to hang out with each other which is cool and then they have track and field they have um, powerlifting they have basketball they have volleyball they just have so many different events that um, this past year there was over 2,000 people athletes coaches volunteers involved in this entire process and it was just two days of kids just going out and playing whatever sport that they qualified for and just loving every minute of it that's awesome Uh, let's talk a little bit about the unified type of of games and and unification is is usually um, a a peer a student you know somebody like that as well as Mm -hmm. as a special olympic athlete um Talk about your involvement in that, but also how some of these kids that uh, are in White County High School in particular, how they really kind of grown accustomed to um, being around uh, these athletes and seeing how awesome that they are and just such a great attitude. And talk, talk, Tell us a little bit about that. Being involved, like I said, at um, Special Olympics Tennessee, I got to see both traditional and unified and like being from White County and being around them, the kids that are like the partners with the Special Olympics athletes, they are like literally like best friends. If they're walking down the hall, they yell at each other, wave, give each other five. And it's just like they would anybody else. Like it's no different. They're best friends. They talk to each other. I have a connection with one of the athletes, me and Jordan Casey. We wave at each other on Facebook all mm-hmm. the time. Um, so I know it's Jordan. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a mess, but. I mean, all the kids, whether it's the athletes or just the partners, they all love each other and hang out and talk to each other every chance they get. And it's just so awesome to see how involved they make each other. Yeah, and, and that's such such a cool thing. Um, I know my daughter, my oldest daughter, 
um, she was very involved in, in being a partner. Um, she did bocce ball, which honestly, I had no idea what bocce ball was until she got involved in this. And then suddenly we're going to nationals in bocce ball, which uh, she didn't get to go. But I think the, the athlete did, uh, Miss Mary. Mary uh, Bailey. Yeah. And uh, 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 went out to Seattle, Washington, and, mm-hmm. and just took in the whole thing. Um, tell us a little bit about, you, you know, particularly your experience as far as not just, you know, being able to interact, but what really propelled you into getting into this and, and, and how, um, I'm going to assume, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, I assume that this is something that you really want to take as a career yeah. moving forward. Um, like I said, when I was subbing last year, um, I that's how I really got involved with Nancy and her kids. I was kind of involved a little bit in high school, but not much because of my own sports and stuff. I didn't really get to hang out with them and go to games and stuff. But being a substitute, when I got to hang out with them and go with them to – different events and stuff like that. That's when I really started to get involved. And then when I went to do my internship at Tennessee, then I really got to get involved because I got to meet all these different athletes from all these different areas. So, you know, I'm not from Nashville. I'm from Sparta, but half of the Nashville athletes recognize me and know me because I would be around at every event and they would, you know, try to talk to me and tell me to come watch them. And it was just, it's just really cool to be able to meet all these kids. And like, I can't participate technically with them, but I can watch them and support them from the sidelines. And, and, you know, it's, I don't want to call it a touchy subject or anything like that, but either in typically when special Olympics, either you want to be involved or you just kind of stand on the sidelines. I, I don't want to say that they don't want to be involved, but I don't think they really know how to be involved when it comes to uh, Special Olympics and just everything that it encompasses Special Olympics when in, in terms of the events, the games, how everything is handled. Um, what do you think the biggest obstacle is for, some, for somebody who might be interested in getting into Special Olympics and everything? Uh, what is the biggest obstacle that you feel like people have to overcome in order to kind of jump in with both feet? I think most people get a little nervous because they do realize like these kids do have some sort of disability and half the time you don't know what that disability is. So your people get kind of nervous to try to get too involved and interact because they don't want to try to make that worse. And myself, as long as as well as other people, like I had to realize like these are just normal kids. They may have days that they just don't want to participate or they're upset or just something's going on, but all kids are like that, mm-hmm. not just these kids. So I think that's what most people have to realize is these are just kids. They're like every other kid. They may have a little bit of a difference, and they may have a bad day, but that doesn't have to stop you from trying to be involved because that's what they love more than anything is people being involved and talking to them and including them because they want to include other people in what they do. Right. And, and you know, to me, we're all different. It, it just – right kind of how God made us, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, the, the the hesitation that some people have, I, I think sometimes, and you can correct me if I'm wrong again, but I, I really think that sometimes people don't know how to approach only because they don't want to show pity because you know those athletes, they don't seek that. They they You're the weird one, not me. 
type type of mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that about that, and I love how just open. You know, if everybody could be as open and as honest and just free as some of these athletes are, I, I'm envious of them. Truthfully, um, we've got a, a, a. We were supposed to have a, a, another guest with us. Uh, she is the uh, school director, uh, the Unified Champion School Director for White County High School, uh, Miss Callie Markham. Um, she couldn't be with us. We, she, on her way here, uh, she may have gotten into a little fender bender. We won't say whose fault it was, but um, her first name's Callie. Anyway, um, she got an accolade this year. Uh, recognized by the, the, the Special Olympics of Tennessee. She is the 2019 Coach of the Year. And uh, um, kind of tell us a little bit about Callie uh, and, and your involvement with her and just kind of, you know, not not necessarily why she got this, but tell, tell us how she got it and, and what her passions are as far as Special Olympics goes. Well, Callie is – one of the most dedicated, determined people, especially when it comes to Special Olympics athletes, because she loves those kids. She's been involved for about 10 years, I think. She started in high school, and she just had a love for it, and she just made a career out of it pretty much. And I actually got to work on the nominees for the Coach of the Year through my internship, and so I knew that Callie won before they ever announced it, and so it just drove me nuts not being able to text (laughs) Nancy and say, hey, Callie won. But I think the reason that they chose Callie was, I mean, they saw the dedication that Callie has had because she's not even, I don't know, I think she's 25 maybe, and she's been involved for 10 years. And so that's a long period of time to not even be Mm -hmm. that old, to be around these same people and watch them grow. And they got to watch her grow, and they just made a bond that Callie will cherish and they will cherish forever. And I think the people that were in charge of picking the coach of the year, see Callie's hard work and determination in every event that she participates in. I, I would agree. Um, Callie also is an assistant coach on the high school softball team. And, and I've had some interactions with that, with that group as well. And uh, I can honestly say that you'll see her do more things than you will ever hear her because she's not very out she's not very an outspoken person unless I'm I'm sure if you're within her inner circle you'll hear all kinds of stuff but from from my view um she's always doing something she's always moving the ball forward but you never hear her um she always does more than what she talks about so mm-hmm. I, I completely agree she's uh, uh very much an asset to White County High School and I think she's going to do a great job uh, as as the director of uh, Unified Champions there. Um, the cool thing that I, I think that has happened recently is with the TSSAA actually recognizing a Special Olympics event as quote-unquote sanctioned and everything. Um, kind of talk about that if you know anything with your internship at the state office, you know, kind of how that's come about and what do you see that – uh, doing in terms of the level of competition within Special Olympics, but also the more 
visibility that it might bring Special Olympics into not only the Upper Cumberland, but really statewide? I don't know a whole lot about that because it just wasn't really something we discussed at the office. But I do know that when we do have events that require referees, we do get legitimate TSSAA um, referees to do the games and stuff. And I think that's just really cool that they get to, you know, kind of see like, okay, these people do have disabilities, but they're just like normal kids that I would get to ref back home. And like I said, the um, Nashville Special Olympics is very involved with the Titans and the Predators. And so, you know, like Coach Variable with the Titans, he comes out to events that they have. And some of the Predators players, you know, they get to come to events that they have. And I think seeing professional athletes as well as the TSSAA be involved really kind of pushes people to realize like, okay, Special Olympics is a huge ordeal and, you know, may want to make more people be involved. I agree. Um, just kind of wrapping up just a little bit, but I think we would be remiss if we did not mention what kind of impact Miss Nancy Benningfield has had uh, within this area as far as Special Olympics goes. Um, absolutely heart of gold and everything, but I did not get the pleasure of working with her as a student in Special Olympics and then moving forward as uh, a coach or a, an assistant, however you want to call it. Tell us a little bit about Miss Nancy. Nobody – I don't know a single person that could do what Nancy has done for this area as well as just everybody surrounding White County. Um, she really goes above and beyond for her kids, and she wants every single one of them to be involved. You know, she treats them like they are her own children. And, like, I got to go to Winter Games, and I got to room and kind of be with Nancy and her kids. And, you know, she was Mama Nancy. She made them turn their phones off, made sure they were in bed at a decent hour, got them up, got them fed. And I mean, as, as well as her assistance with, you know, the, with Jill McCulley and Miss mm -hmm. Wallace and everybody else that gets to go. But she, like you said, has a heart of gold and, and this area would not be where it was without Nancy. And she has just loved it from day one and she's never going to stop. Well, I hope she doesn't because she does a great job and, um, Definitely, uh, um, she's the trendsetter and, and the one that has created this culture uh, of of success within Special Olympics with this year, with athletes going to national competitions and and um, just being able to get volunteers and, and get um, visibility of people wanting to get more involved and support Special Olympics and support these athletes and everything. Um, I do know that they have a Facebook page, uh, Special Olympics Upper Cumberland Area Nine. I'm Area Nine. Okay, uh, so look that up on on Facebook. Um, also, uh, if if there is a um, off, I don't think we have an office here in the Upper Cumberland, but uh, if you want to get more involved with the Upper Cumberland Special Olympics, whether it be through uh, participating or sponsoring um, please contact nancy benningfield mm -hmm. at white county high school and uh, she will certainly get you hooked up and get you involved and plugged in um, 
thank you very much, Kadra, for coming in. This has uh, uh, been a, a cool conversation because a lot of times I don't think, um, and we should, but I don't think we always throw Special Olympics into the mix of the normal sports conversations that we have. And uh, to, to know and to see these kids going out and giving their 110% of effort because they are competitive. There, there is competition going on out there. This is not a, a feel-good, everybody-gets-a-trophy-type situation. They're here to win. Oh, definitely. And and, and that's the cool part is, is uh, that level of competition that they have, I dare anybody to match it. So – uh, Kadri Cash, uh, assistant coach at White County High School uh, for Special Olympics. Thank you very much. And, and um, please know that you're more than welcome to come on here anytime. So thanks very much. Thank you for having me. Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go inside the coach's headset.